Hey there, folks. This is Tav and Alan, host of Comedy Above the Pub. This cat beat to you and me. The pub is fake. The guests are real virtual, but real. Uh, first of all, I want to introduce my uh, producer. There he is with a big old smile. The Patreon people can see that. You want to see what we look like? You want to see what this episode is doing? Join us at Patreon at CATP Podcast on Patreon for three bucks a month. You get the video of this episode, which you're, which you're about to hear. But here's Darcy anyway, our producer. How are you, sir? Jeez, took you forever to say my name. I'm great. Yes. Yes. Uh, it, it, it was kind of like my wedding vows. I kind of rambled through them. <laughs> like when that happens. Like, oh, do you mean if I just say I do, Todd? Okay, fine. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, long time coming. I don't know why this hasn't happened uh, ages ago. Probably because he couldn't fit inside my old house in Toronto. Um, a tall boy in both stature and uh, writing credit. Uh, comedian, capital uh, city inhabitor, uh, Gulad Abdi joins us. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you for having me. This is uh, it's really great. I'm. You know what? I I think I could have fit in your house if I had gotten some sort of gurney system. <laughs> yes, and you'd slid me into the house. Here's yeah. the thing: going up to be horizontal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: in the old house, going up to the studio, we had this dog leg that made it hard to get like mattresses down it. So I figured, like uh, six eight, you're gonna be, tink, you know. That's true. That's right. true. My uh, my brother in my first basement apartment, because uh, he's 6'5", I uh, went to get us some drinks, and he was walking around. I go, hey, watch out for that, because I had an un- overhang where the, where the, uh. where the thing is. Hey, uh, buddy, watch out for that. And then I heard, and then I turned around, and he's like, ha. <laughs> 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 um, what do we talk about? We talk about your sketch show, obviously. Yes. Uh, Tall Boys, uh, which is available on CBC Gem. It is hilarious. Make sure you check that out, Gulet. Uh, and a whole bunch of great Toronto talent, uh, that's on there. Uh, the pun master of Tim Blair, so many others. Um, absolutely. Uh, the pun what master. All, what all do we talk about? We talk about, uh, Canada's Wonderland. We did and our, and our love for it. And in mm-hmm. the eighties, it was different. Yes. <laughs> the 80s. That's what we learned. It, yes. was, it was a little different. Yep. Uh, we talk about uh, African geography. That's right. And we yes. fail. Um, well, I do, certainly. Uh, we talk about uh, stand-up and sketch. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk about the slap. Oh, man. Yeah. The slap. There's, there's the a hot take you want a middle-aged white man in on. <laughs> let me tell you that. And um, uh, we talk about uh, disenfranchised uh, carnival rides. Is there? <laughs> there is. We answer that question. All right. Here we go, uh, folks. Enjoy this episode. Uh, it is just a delight having Goulet. And you'll be back. You can come back anytime you want, sir. Uh, I would next, love to. Next this time is, you start your next writing fun. thing is like, and, and you'll be like a Carolyn Bennett. Like, so what's the thing you write on? I can't talk about it. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you so much for showing up. Uh, all right. Enough about uh, previous guests. Here's Goulet. Here is Darcy. Here's me. And here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. You know, Jesus Christ, someone likes water. Holy shit. I got this at a Cam's Wonderland back uh-huh, in yeah, the four times. Yes. And then it was weird. It was part of the Oktoberfest thing. And then we had to mm-hmm. carry it around for the rest of the day. Because yeah. I was like, what's this do with a glass stein and while I'm on rides? Like, you know. Right. It is. Yeah, <laughs> th- that is that is the handiest thing to have. So make sure you take your Fabergé eggs to Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They always have that booth right at the front. Fabergé eggs and fine bone china. Exactly. Yeah. Just, For the know, people who are who just love adrenaline, but also danger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just broken glass shards flying at the face. When was the last? Okay, so you were at uh, Canada's Wonderland in the before times. Yeah, I, w- I went with uh, it was Vance's birthday, and we went and like because Vance is also tall, like six five, and I'm like six eight. So right. we found out the hard way there were rides that we couldn't go on after waiting hours. There's a hours. maximum. Oh yeah, there is. Like I've, oh, I've, that's I remember trying to do jokes about this. Where like I, I was in the red zone at Kansas Wonderland when I was like fifteen, I think. You know, fifteen or sixteen. How? Yeah, and they, only, and they list I've, the number of rides that you can go on. I have only ever seen the oh. "You must be this high." I have never seen the like, and this would have been back in the day when Hanna Barbera was there. So like they would have like Barney Rubble saying you have to be taller than Barney, but yeah. shorter than Snaggletooth to be. Was it Snaggletooth? Was that the shark? I think so, yeah. Snaggletooth was a shark. Sounds so familiar, yeah. No, you know what? No, okay. That no, doesn't no. make sense to me. Hang on. Uh, Hannah Barbera shark. Yeah, uh, there's a Snaggletooth shark. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Snaggle- okay. Snaggletooth was the guy. He was the exit stage left even. And he had like the hat. He had the, the barbershop quartet hat. Right. It was, was always getting into hijinks. I never understood what they were as a kid. I was five. But uh, no, it was Jabberjaw I was thinking of, who was the shark. Jabberjaw, he always, okay. He always, he always, when they had that jam band at the end of the cartoon, he always seemed to be kind of looming high. But I yeah. never saw a sign that's like, you got to be shorter than Jabberjaw, but higher than Barney. No, yeah, they don't tell you about it. Because, I mean, I, I, I imagine because a lot of people don't get into that zone. So right. they can just ignore <laughs> it. I was, I happened to, yeah, and, and I remember like this experience where I was in the Top Gun ride. Right. And the seat, you know, it's like your seat, your feet are dangling, and then the ride, the seats go up. My feet were still firmly planted on the ground. Oh yeah, and I was like, I think this is going to be a problem. And I kid you not, there was one moment where I was like, "There's this beam that I think my shins are going to hit," and I lifted it up, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, I think my shins would have hit that." Like I felt <laughs> like I, I cleared it, you know? Right, right, right. And I was like, I mean, the people working there, the teenagers, they're not like, "Yeah, watch out no. for your shins, dude." <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, God, who is Tom Kelman has a joke about the ill care that he has put in as a ride operator at Ganda's Wonderland. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that you mentioned, um, Top Gun because oh, yeah. I have, I have been since as, as I think you have before, like after the sponsorship deal went away. So there was no more Paramount stuff. It's like. It's it's like when a coffee franchise loses the franchise, but they still hang around. That's how we got went from coffee time to coffee tip at one oh, point yeah. <laughs> in in the north of Toronto. Um, so I can't remember what the name of Top Gun. I think is like Fast Plane or something like that. Like that's the new ride. <laughs> and you go, you snake your way through the thing, and it's all this camouflage and airplane parts, like you're in a hangar. And the, I think the recording was Welcome to Top. The plane ride where you will flee like Tom Boop and <laughs> I, I love that. I was looking at it like what is it called? Yeah, it's called Flight Deck. Is yeah, that's the now. one. Okay. <laughs> Flight Deck. And then the, yeah. the uh the Italian job, that one got shafted as well, and I think it was just like speedy car or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is like when you like I find this too as well, like when um uh I forget that, like, I'm so used to at times, like, references are a part of jokes. You try not to put too many because that can date you. Yes. But uh, then you find out, like, oh, like, yeah, in Canada, like, yeah, we can't show that title. We can only say it, you know? And they're like, oh, I don't know if that joke's the same. Let's think of another joke. And you think of, like, some lateral joke, but then it doesn't feel the same. Like, right. Flight Deck, 
doesn't give you the same feeling as Top Gun. No, no. or speedy cars, you know. <laughs> uh, it was Tom Arnold that was in Flight Deck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what of, it is. Yeah. yeah, instead of Tom Cruise. Um, a horrible, horrible project. Um, I, you know what? I gotta say, I miss Canada's Wonderland. And there was a, did you, did you do that pass where you jump the queue? No, I never okay. did. Yeah, we, I, I waited with everybody else. So we toyed with the idea. The last time we went there, my wife and I were like, we took the day off work, both of us, and we went, let's go midweek, just before school lets out. So we still got, you know, we'll, we'll, the thinking was we would have the park to ourselves. And we found ourselves in like the first two rides. We went on like the, I think the uh, Leviathan. And what, what's the other one like uh, the Leviathan? It's like the like Behemoth or something. Behemoth. Or that's it? the one. That's the one. So we went bang, bang, both of those. And the lineups were massive. So we're like, fuck, man, we got to get this pass. You know, like that's the, the thing. But then we realized everyone just like those were the first two rides. And once they did them, we're like, okay, fuck it. And then the distribution across the park just happened. So like we were like, oh, thank God. And so like people were mad who had bought it. They were like yelling at, you know, staff who don't care. And just like, yeah, we bought this thing. We don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crusty land money. It's like regular money, but fun, you know. It is. Yeah. Every time I've gone there, I like, uh, th- it's the only place I ever had this thought. I'm like, God, I hope I have enough money. Because <laughs> <laughs> you go in there, you're like, where's the ATMs? It's like a whole city. You know? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is the worst for that. And then. You have to go. You have to go with the idea in mind that I'm gonna get shafted. Yeah, I'm gonna get shafted. If it's eighteen bucks for a burger, it's eighteen bucks for a burger, and that's exactly. what I'm. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, did your parents ever take you? They did. Yeah, okay. as a kid, I remember going with like uh, with a bunch of cousins. Mm-hmm. I remember the first place we went to was like Woodbine has that little ferris wheel and a few rides carousel inside the mall like the mm-hmm. outside in the in the in the was it the west end mm-hmm. so we went there and then i grew that very quickly as well i think i was yeah. like a nine or something <laughs> and they were like you're too tall <laughs> <laughs> uh and then i think after that we transitioned to going to uh to wonderland with family and that was always really fun like it was right. such a great time as a kid because like i had no concept of money so i didn't know like what these things yes. were and just I, like i i really hats off to our parents to like still put on a good face and mm-hmm. smile while they're just like how much is it okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly i love these kids all right, right. here you go here's my credit card <laughs> yeah it's like you know before you know, before you get into the park it's like okay you can have one thing from the gift shop you can get one yeah. thing right and then after they've spent 25 bucks for a you know chicken fingers and fries they're like okay you can get one thing from that shelf right (laughs) there if you want a pencil with fred flintstone on the top of it that you can have yeah exactly i haven't been there since the 80s it sounds like it's changed a little bit what was it like in the 80s (laughs) i don't even remember it was that long ago so so 80s it was all of the roller coasters were made out of wood, not just the yes. one. Yes, yes, uh, yes. They had okay. So, so uh, Dragonfire would have been the newest yeah. one in the eighties, and that was that was the phone because you corkscrew. But Darcy is absolutely right. Like half, like the Wild Beast, the Great Canadian Mindbuster, like all of those rickety wooden. Those are my favorites because it was one of those things where you go, we could die. <laughs> this could be the end of us 
Very true. Yeah. Um, my fondest memory of Canada's Wonderland is that was the reason I became student council president in my high school because I promised two trips to Wonderland instead of one. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I forget that like, cause I, cause I went to school in Kenya and I think there were class presidents. Okay. At, like our, at our, at our, our uh, Holy shit. Private... Your trips to Wonderland would have cost a fortune. I know. Yeah. <laughs> For us, it would have been one trip, you know, trying to get it from zero to one. <laughs> what is Kenya Wonderland like? What are those rides? There was no, there was no, like, uh, uh, as when I remember, there wasn't a Wonderland-esque place. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure it's changed now because the last time I was there was 05. And friends who have gone there since are like, you wouldn't recognize Nairobi, which is the capital. They're like, right. it looks like any other big city, like skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. It's the whole works, you know? Right. But back then, there was a place called Village Market. We would go okay. to, which was like this open area place where there was like a bunch of restaurants and there was maybe an arcade and there was, had a theater in there. So it was like mm-hmm. considered the, the big hip spot that you'd go for the weekend. Right. So we would go there. And then Kenya, like, because like you're, you're, uh, it's right by like the, it's right on the coast, uh, of East Africa mm-hmm. that like, you know, has a lot of beautiful coastal lines. So mm-hmm. you would, instead of wonderland you might go to like the beach in mombasa or go to an island just off the coast or or go see like you know go check out like go to some national parks and see like lions in mm-hmm. their in their homes you know right which i just yes yeah, so i guess that's a way to put it they're in their homes and we're just like oh look at them what are they doing yeah. Yeah, yeah. as opposed <laughs> to the like, toronto zoo lions which just stare at you with this look of help me yeah, no, no i haven't no. got to those ones i've seen i've seen the ones who are the free range lions they're different mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they taste much better. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. It's very true. They taste you so notice the better. difference. I, yeah. I close my eyes. He gives them two pieces of meat. I'll tell you which one is the free yeah, yeah. one. <laughs> when when um when did you move from Ken- from is it Kenya or Kenya? And have uh, I been Kenya? Mis- it's Kenya. So I've been yeah, mispronouncing yeah. this my entire life. Honestly, I I've yeah. I found out it's Kiev recently. I thought it was okay. Kiev. Like, what's that extra I doing in there? You know, <laughs> that's so. It's oh, a for Kiev, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I dropped that on my wife this morning. As a matter of fact, she's like, "How do you fucking pronounce that?" And I was like, "It's it's Keith. It's, yeah, it's we have been yeah, mispronouncing that chicken dish for years. It is same here." And I was really hitting that eye hard. Like, yes, Kiev, you know, it sounds like, well, great. Do right, <laughs> but now that you say it, it sounds even more like it, it, you know how um, uh, it. There's a thing of like if you want to say Michael Caine the proper way in, in like his voice, you just say my cocaine. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Because oh, of this accent, yeah, Michael Yeah, Kane. Michael Kane. Oh, holy so, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't have Michael my Kane. Name, my Michael name Kane. is Michael Kane. I Bruce, eat lions for breakfast. I let you down. No, that's not it. This is me. I <laughs> <laughs> um, did. I was like, no, it's just desperate to yeah. hide the fact that it's not much of an accent. But yeah, so like, so like, Kiev actually sounds, it sounds more authentic. It does. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I'll it's have the chicken just... Kiev. Keeve. It yeah. this happens too. I don't know if you can relate to it when you figure out the right way to say something. Like it all of a sudden, like I, maybe to make myself feel better. Like I knew there was something off. I, I felt yeah, there yeah, was something. Yeah, I just yeah. never said it out loud, but I sensed there was something off the uh-huh. way I was doing it before. It's like, like yeah, it's been Keeve all this time. Yeah. So the the one that I I I am I I am remiss to say properly is we for years. How would you pronounce this? B r u g g e s. Uh, Bruges, Bruges, or Bruges, Bruges, right? Bruges, yeah, like Bruges. in Bruges, the movie in Bruges. Yeah, yeah. No, Braga, Braga. That's how you pronounce Braga. it. Braga. Braga. 
Burger. Burger. It's like it's like you're halfway through the word burger and throw it in reverse. Yeah. Right. Right. So I love when it. We we have been to Bruges, Brugge, and it's kind of like how you're supposed to pronounce Melbourne in Australia. Like you're mm. not supposed. It's not Melbourne. It's Melbourne. Yeah. Same thing Melbourne. with Edinburgh. It's not Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. It's Edinburgh. I as soon as someone says, "Where'd you go for for your honeymoon or your vacation?" and I go, "Do I do I do I do it properly and sound like a prick? Like do I or do I just <laughs> do I?" Yeah. Brugge. Well, where's that? It's in Belgium. They made the movie, but you mean Bruges, you prick? Was, yes, that's what I mean. I'm... Yeah. That's this pretentious so asshole. <laughs> this fucking guy. Travels once. Right. <laughs> um, so when when did you move over from Kenya? Well, I uh, we we came here first, actually, to Toronto. Okay. Like when the Civil War broke out in Somalia. So we were okay. here in 92 is when we came here. Okay. Because I was going to say, I cannot get through your thick Kenyan accent. Yeah, no, it's it's there. And it's, you know, it's it's always going to be there. It's just a part of me. You just got to get used to it. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> Hang yeah. around me enough. You'll, you'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> but I, 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 we came here first, lived right. in like Dixon, like the Western, like sure. a, a part of Toronto. Um, and we were here from like 92 to about 90, I want to say 96 or so. Mm-hmm. And then my mom got a job. She was a nutritionist at the time with the UN. Right. And so we moved to Kenya in 96. Right. And then I was there till pretty much 05. Like we okay. came back for one year and right. between that uh, time, but yeah, till 05. And then I've been back now since, okay. since 05. But you were born, sorry, you were born in Somalia. Is that right? I was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the capital. Yeah. Nice. You like capital cities. I know I got a thing for capital cities, man. Move yeah. to Ottawa, would, brother. I could use you. I, I, I could use I've you been up to here. Ottawa actually several times. Well, good you know? for you. Honestly, <laughs> I've been, I've been just, there. it's nice. <laughs> it really, you know, the thing is, I, I, I don't know what I think a capital city should be like, but I know it's not Ottawa. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the two things I wear. I know yeah. capital city. I feel yeah. like I know, but though I see Ottawa, like, this doesn't feel it's, like it. It's funny you mentioned that because I was. Uh, my uh, my my niece and nephew they visited from uh, Canmore Alberta not a capital and um they they came to visit and we're like hey let's go downtown you can see the parliament buildings like you know where everything happens we took like an amphibious bus tour so it goes in the water and drives around land it was like, very cool but it was a thing and you're absolutely right we're kind of walking around <laughs> stopping the shops and stuff and i said you know what this doesn't feel right you know what it needs is trucks and <laughs> I wish they had been here a few months ago. That's all I can yeah. say. If they had been here a few months ago. That's exciting. The city was alive. How was it? Yeah, because you were there when it was happening. What was that? Were okay, so I was. Were you close to it? Oh, not even close. I was like, okay. like it takes it takes me a 20-minute drive to get to the comedy club down mm-hmm. here. So like, And then that would be like a further five, ten minutes along. So I'm like out in the West End, so I was far enough away from it. But we would still see them. We would drive to take the dog to a park somewhere. And then there goes the fucking water. Look at that. That is just every time that comes into shot. I am just like, here's the portable lake. I know, yes. <laughs> and by the way, I got two of those upstairs. I don't know why I'm shitting on you for having Stein. Like I just <laughs> because it, it is I do like it, like because yeah. I pour I pour water in it once a day. And if I get yeah. to two of them, then I'm like, wow, I'm really hydrated. You're done. Now, you know? You're done. I'm I done am, for the day. I am constantly filling this thing up with just you know, like it's uh it's how I get my steps in. Yeah, no, that's good. But now that looks like a shot glass to me now. You're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, holding it, it like it is one too. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks so teeny. 
Yeah. This is what a glass of water should look like. like. Look at that. Okay, but your hands are fucking huge, good. So it's just like, like That's okay, true, yeah. okay. Hold up your glass and hold up my. Okay, so I'll, I'll look at Mister T. Okay, so like, okay, so there's mine, and I, I can get a little bit off the bottom above it. Like, my God, your mitts are huge. Jesus it's, Christ! You know what's surprising is like my hands are big for for someone six eight, but like mm-hmm. they're. It can get much larger. Like I used to think yeah. that palming a basketball was a skill sure. and not just a genetic thing that your hands are so big that you can wrap it around a basketball. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I remember going to basketball camps when I was like a teenager and meeting kids who I was taller than. You went to basketball had... camps. Interesting. I did. Yeah. Hmm. Cause I, I would cut, sometimes I would come here for the summer to, cause we have so much family that lives in the city in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I would stay with some family out of Scarborough, my uncles and, I would then go to a basketball camp because they're like, you need something to do for the summertime. And I would meet kids who loved basketball and they would meet me. And I think they could tell that, like, I don't think he, this is for him. Uh, <laughs> I sensed that. I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe it was, I was trying to hide it, be like, be very aggressive when I got to basketball. Like, ah, this is yeah, what right. I wanted, guys, right? Do I run You're with trying it? to elbow? It's just like whiffing people's <laughs> hair and just like, yeah, just not, yeah, not there. But I was, I would meet kids who like were, I felt, I felt bad for them because. Here I am towering over them, and I'm wearing shoes that are much smaller than them. Right. Like they're wearing size 15 at that time, and we're right. like maybe like 14, 15 around that time. Uh-huh. And I'm rocking like an 11 or something or a 12. And then they would also, some of them have like much bigger hands than I do. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, look at me. Very dainty hands compared to that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> See, Very my small. brother my brother is 6'5". Yeah. So I'm, 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 used, to, I'm used to tall people. It's I, a cool thing. I, you know? I get you. Um, see, here's the thing. I am I'm kind of like the guys that you play basketball with in that I have large hands for my height and mm. I have large feet for my height. And ladies, it's a lie. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. Um I, like that, uh, like I could palm a basketball, but I had zero skill after that. Yeah. It was like like I I got it. It's kinda like Manute Bull. Like remember when Manute Bull showed up and he's like what, eight foot two or something like that? Like Dude. he kneeled yeah. down to dunk and everyone thought, Oh, this is gonna be the the, the guy that saves basketball. And he just he I couldn't know. play at all. I I I think the universe, God, whatever, that I I stopped at six eight. Right. because uh, I'm like, if I kept growing if I hit seven like when you hit when you see people who are like, Yeah, they hit seven feet or more, right? It's like, well, now you gotta play basketball exactly like, yes <laughs> like you've been forced onto the court you know like you, that, i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you you know uh-huh. for me i'm like okay you know i'm a little above the average nba height it's right i'm six six you know mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm a little above but those people are like i'm sorry dude yeah passion or no passion you gotta at least get one year contract you know yeah <laughs> it's get it's, half a mil and then and then just chill you know it it literally is it's it, it it's it's one of the few sort of biological pathways that like as soon as you get as soon as you you're absolutely right as soon as, but here's the, like this has been my covid uniform like like this has to get trimmed i'm finally getting a haircut and it's been nice. months been months since i got a haircut and uh this has basically been my uniform all pandemic like just ball cap to hide the long hair and and beard because who cares yeah. and I just looked in the mirror the other day, and speaking of genetic disposition, I just looked at it and I go, fuck, I guess I'm racist now. I guess. <laughs> no, you didn't mean to do it. It just ha- yeah. it happens by accident, really, Did, without even like, meaning to. It's like people saw me on the streets like, you should be racist. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll give it a shot. 
Yeah, it's just that look's been ruined, you know, ball cap, know. the beard, the long hair. It's, you know. I am trying, to, I'm trying, I'm doing my best to take it back. Like whenever I go on stage, I'm doing like the wokest material I can. And I just look like this. I'm like, oh, come on. You got to yeah. understand me. I fucking hate these. Guys, I'm, I'm with you. Don't worry. Right? <laughs> I can infiltrate. They won't notice uh, I'm there. <laughs> right. And then like eight guys that look like me kind of shuffle out of the club and turn to me and go, we get you. We saw yeah. you were doing there. <laughs> We saw honk honk. No, <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, I don't, don't want to honk honk. The, by far the worst way to be covert or secret about something is honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a second, they honk at each other? They honk at each other. <laughs> um, so <laughs> one of the one of the reasons I I asked you about Kenya and 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 um, uh, Somalia. Um, do you, do you play, uh, Wordle? I, I, I have a couple days now. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. it's fair. My, my girlfriend's really into it and I'll occasionally be like, oh yeah, this is a Wordle. Let me try one. Right. Okay. So Wordle for me, I now have this suite of websites that I visit to first thing in the morning before I, I get creative. I'm like, okay, let's exercise the brain a little bit. So I go to Wordle, right? Which is the international new thing that everyone's mm. like, you know, post their status, whatever. Then there's Loodle, which is Wordle, but dirty words, oh. which is harder because your subset is so much smaller. Right. Right. Because uh, I have the same strategy. I use the same word all the time to knock out consonants. Like for, because um, uh, consonants, I find the problem. Everyone goes, oh, you got to get the vowels out of the way. It's like, well, there's five. Right? Yeah, sometimes six. So all you got to do is like, those aren't your problems. <laughs> your problem is maybe it's a fucking B. How about that? Right. Yeah. So uh, do you do you do you randomize your word? Or do you start with a standard? I yeah, it's no strategy. It's just random. Like okay. whatever word I'm feeling, I throw it out. And it's been let right. me, especially when I when you get only two and you're like, yes, God, where do I go from here? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darcy, do you anchor or scatter? What do you do? First thing that comes into my head is okay. the first word I've All right. Yeah. So I start with the, for, for, uh, Wordle, I start with smart. Cause it's S M T R gets rid of those. You got an A, you can play around with it. Um, and for, uh, Loodle, I start with fucks. And that usually <laughs> clears out. It either gives you everything or nothing in one swipe. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, that one's a wor- the worst one because basically all it is is, um, they go into Urban Dictionary and find like floomp, and that just means that you're, you know, r- rimming your mechanic or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, so this would be, it sounds even more difficult because, like, yeah, when I think about it, my vocabulary of lewd or dirty words is like very, like, I'd have to really think hard about it. And know? some of them are like today's was moped. Oh, okay. That's not as dirty as it is, but I'm sure the action. No, is, but, <laughs> but it's, it's more derogatory than it is. It's like calling an ugly person that you're sleeping with a moped is like really fun to ride, but you don't want to see your friends on it. Oh, that's, that's what, what it is. Okay. Is. Yeah. And there <laughs> again, reach. I was like, is that just really? But the, <laughs> the, the but the third one I go to, because I, I discovered these in order, is a, is one called Wordle. Worldle, sorry, Worldle with yeah. an L. And what they do is they give you a silhouette of a country, like a map image mm. of a of a country, 
and they say to you, what is it? Right? The other one the other day was Australia. Knocked out of the park. First one. Absolutely. But then there will be a shape and I go, oh, I don't know. And then as soon as I figure out it's in Africa, that's when I know I'm fucked because my knowledge of African geography is so goddamn poor. Like I'm literally going through, okay, who made it to the World Cup in, and who played in the Africa <laughs> Cup of Nations? Who, who, who find, okay, so Senegal, Senegal? No. Okay. And I have no sense. Yeah. Like I know it's Egypt at the top. I know it's South Africa at the bottom and I am screwed in between. <laughs> yeah. I am so screwed. <clears throat> no, I, I mean, even having lived there, like I also. Like, especially, like, you know, on the West Coast, you have, like, Togo, Benin, and, like, yes, all these little yes. slivers, you know? And uh-huh. it's like, I wouldn't be able – like, if you gave me one, I'm like, I'm just going to guess all of them. Can I right. put comma, comma, comma? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's in, like uh, – like, sometimes you look at it, and it's just, like, the map is an island. So oh, you just man. go, oh, okay. So you just type in the word island and go, maybe it's the Cook Islands. Nope. Okay. Maybe it's, you know, Turks and Caicos Islands. Nope. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Todd, literally before Wordle, yes. Have you just added this on as some other way to procrastinate before you get yes. some work done? Absolutely. Or was there? Did this replace another game? No, no, no. This was all like so basically. Just, you're just basically, Wordle came in, came in as the thin edge of the wedge to really <laughs> fuck my progress. <laughs> and here it was. I, I bought into it. I'm like, yeah, he's getting his brain ready, Darcy. Yeah. Don't you get it? Like yeah. his brain is coming online. It's getting. It's a yeah. little foggy. You want to sharpen it mm-hmm. when doing these right. guessing games. Right. No, <laughs> Before you no, I was hoping it was going to, you know, replace, uh, you know, an hour on Twitter or something. You know, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's lit. But you know what? I feel hour like I'm Twitter, fulfilling something. Yeah. Right. So, like, I'm looking at it and it's like, did you know, Darcy, did you know that there's a country called Mauritania? No. Yeah, there is. Can't and it's it. and it's fucking huge. It's, it's not. It's not the Mauritius. Mar- Mauritius. No, uh, that's okay. what I was thinking of. Mauritius. Let, let me let me just show you here. So we'll just go. This is uh, this is uh, for the for the people on um, the Patreon. This is uh, map study with Todd. Um, <laughs> so here's Mauritania right there. Yeah, in the west right? in West Africa. Oh, it's right. It's right. Yeah. I was wondering what was the most west beside African Mali country. It's more right. Senegal. Okay, it's right there. Mm-hmm. But like, look at all this shit. You got Senegal, the Gambia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Guinea-Bissau. Am I pronouncing that right? I think so. Okay, Guinea-Bissau. Then Guinea, Sierra Leone, Liberia, Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Togo. But then, like, you get like down like all these guys, like your Angolas, your Zambias. Oh yeah, your Malawi. <laughs> your most like it's just I'm so like, screwed. I know. I know by name. All those places, I just, if you show me like a country, like just right. took the country out of context, I'd be like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Right. It's like, like it's reminded me of uh, when I did a, an anatomy class back mm-hmm. in uh, university. Right. And we, we got to work with cadavers. And the one of the tests was a, like, it was a bell test where they would have little cross sections or pieces of maybe brain or gallbladder or mm-hmm. something, you know, all in a slab. But then to mess you up, they would change the orientation around. So that you wouldn't see it the normal way you'd be looking at it. So it might be the gallbladder, but it's been flipped on its side. And right. now you're like, so I, I was such a terrible student. So I was like, I wouldn't have gotten it even if you left the orientation the same. Right. <laughs> and now that you put it on its side, I'm like, pancreas, uh, keep moving. Right. <laughs> see, uh, I would have failed for a different reason. I would con- I would be the guy constantly putting up his hand going, mine's covered in barf again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's surprising. I, it is very, uh, I do remember feeling a little nauseous the first time you, cause like they, I don't know what the chemical they put in the blood. So it coagulates. So it's not like, right. like just cadaver bleeding on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, but it is, there's something unnerving about <clears throat> seeing your instructor pull out a torso from a black plastic bag, right? You know, just torso, <laughs> no head, no arms, no legs, just straight torso. Right. And then, and then like the chest cavity has been opened up and they lift it. And then, and you're, the first time my glove broke inside oh. someone's chest cavity, oh. I remember being like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, and then I would see people who just did not have that same level of like <laughs> care, like one hand eating a sandwich and fiddling, oh <laughs> just God. messing around in someone's <laughs> chest cavity with the other hand, you know? So I'm like, there's people who are just built different. Oh, and those Jesus. people, I'm like, yeah, you should definitely, this is your career. Hopefully on the right side of this, not like some right. Dexter test where you're <laughs> murdering people on the side. You're like, you are the most chill surgeon. Yeah, hold on. Can someone hold my sandwich one second? Oh, my God. it to me while I do so. Yeah, no, it's right about here. <laughs> oh, my God. I, uh, what, what were you doing taking bi- those, like that level of biology? Were you, I was, were you going was to be a doctor? Of, that was what I said in my first two years of uh-huh. eight years of university, mm-hmm. <laughs> undergrad university. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. Right. Uh, and now I, you're writing yeah. sketches on CBC. <laughs> <laughs> a few a few times, yeah. I, I try to draw on it, but I remember so little from that time. Mm-hmm. It was like eight years of my life of being a terrible undergrad student. But yeah, I, I went in thinking I was going to do medical school. And sure. then I saw my GPA in the first year. I'm like, well, maybe not, you know. <laughs> Let's, let's let's go back to the drawing board and figure something else out. Right. But I kept going and I just stayed in the sciences. I didn't know what else uh-huh. I wanted to do. And like in towards the end, I was like, maybe I'll do public health because that seems more interesting. And it's not as <laughs> it. Well, uh, it's, it's certainly gotten interesting in the past couple of years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just couldn't get past. The, I was so bad at statistics. I couldn't. And it's a lot of statistics in public health. Yeah. Uh, and I just could not wrap my head around it, barely passed that class. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's also put that dream on hold. Right. And <laughs> right. <laughs> figure something okay. else out. Knowing what has happened in the past couple of years, are you kind of glad you didn't go into that? Uh, a little bit. But then when I see some of them, these like public health people with 100K followers on Twitter, I'm like, maybe, maybe I should have. You know, this would have <laughs> paid off now. <laughs> They're like rock stars, you know? <laughs> right. Okay. So... Just that yes. part. Just I'm, yes. I'm more concerned with the like, follower account as opposed to like the actual work. So I'm, to answer your question, no, I'm glad I didn't do it because I went for the wrong reason. Look at the TikTok numbers on this fucking nurse. How come I can't get? Yeah, me doing the renegade dance. That's right. what it would have been. Well, information <laughs> pops up on like on right. COVID and what we know about the new variants, right? Because I know, I know you're being very cautious uh about all of this you Trying caught it to. you caught it and you were like i, I assume you're yeah. vaccinated and jabbing the whole bit yeah tri- triple jabbed you know mm-hmm. and, and i caught it but it's also like i was like in the beginning extremely cautious and then started going hanging out with friends and yes. doing you know the distance hangs that would then be like is it six feet we don't know and then they start having a good time and i, I i'm this is my assumption i work with is uh if you're having a good time you can't possibly get covid so right. Exactly. If I just make sure that I lean into the good time, uh-huh. COVID is just going to be like, I'm, oh, I'm that way with social disease and unprotected sex. If you're having a good time, I mean, that's honest. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and now with the restrictions being lifted, like I was, yeah, I was going to restaurants and like, this is all what's wild for me is they tell you assess your own risk. Mm-hmm. I went to restaurants and it was fine. 
And then it was the comedy show that I thought was going to be okay for reasons. I don't know. I just assume comedy, <laughs> right? Like that, that regular audience members are coming to COVID. Why would, why would are coming to comedy shows? You know, like it's not the, the hottest ticket in the, in the city. It's like, let's go right. watch a comedy show that I assume just because of that COVID would also not make an appearance. Like, right. All the cool people are going somewhere else. We'll follow them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it happened at a comedy show, you know? Oh shit. Well, man. Okay. Uh, it was I went to Montreal. Happen. I went to Montreal over the weekend. Went to the office oh, for the good. first time in two years on mm-hmm. Monday. Nice. And then I turned on the TV today. Welcome to the sixth wave. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Probably jumped the gun, maybe. I. Uh, and I'm like, hmm. And the uh, second guessing every little tickle mm-hmm. in my throat. And <laughs> oh, that's what happens. I was like, oh, we, I got we, it now. We have discussed on this show many times how yes. at least three times a day I go fucking got it and yeah. Every, yeah. every time it's like i wake up and and i got this beautiful genetic defect from my mom <laughs> that when it gets cold outside when i say cold i mean maybe 15 degrees celsius and lower <laughs> like maybe that my nose yeah. will run mm. what's the number one symptom of omicron what do you oh, think yeah. take a stab Take a uh, fucking stab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sounds like the sniffles. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. And then, and then I go like, I will, I will be down here in this studio and I'll have done like, like a really aggressive or like a, like a long session of like book recording or something like that. And I'll come and go, mm, boy, my throat, is it, mm, something's wrong. Oh no. It's like, dude, you were talking to the microphone for fucking four hours. Just yeah. stop. Just, 100%. Right. But then of it, course it, I'm going to get it. Like, you know. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is also like I had the, like, I felt terrible because I realized my anxiety generally is high and I didn't mm-hmm. realize till pandemic hit. I'm like, oh, I've just had, I've just been anxious for a long time. Right. And now the pandemic is like, you see, it all made sense. It was preparing me for this moment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of like, this is, this is where the anxious feels broke. But even in COVID being like talking about in therapy and with friends being like, I got to give up on this idea that like it, it's, it all depends on me. Right. That whether COVID spreads or not is all me. But that like and that's exactly what, you know, the the like, you know, the premiers and stuff will want you to think because then that takes the responsibility off of them for right. fixing a systemic problem and addressing that being like, Todd, it's all on you. Whatever mm-hmm. you do, that's where COVID's coming from. Wouldn't it's you, it, right? Wouldn't it be the goddamn best if we turn on like CBC News at one point and whoever I don't even know who they've got now for the for the anchors for the national like they rotate through mm. four of them i think or something like that and they just like stop in and then they've got like the square here and it just says covid right here with fucking Gulen's face right here like, <laughs> what the fuck did he do it's like it's like man told you yeah most recently it was Gulen. we figured it out right. you know we're calling, we're calling <laughs> like it the if there's a marker on, on the on the one they're doing <laughs> the pcr test where they yeah. find yeah Gulen right there there we go it's, it was hard we found it eventually right <laughs> if you look really hard at the swab as it comes out your nose it just says Gulad on the side, just like a rice grain uh, yeah. uh, sculpture. And there's a time that this time he went to the restaurant to get a to get a pizza. You know, he could have gotten mm-hmm. it delivered, but he decided to eat dine in. So you know, it's all good, yeah. guys. <laughs> it could it could be anything. And it's like I don't know because uh, now we're able to go out without masks, and we're starting to see this happen. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you here in Ottawa. Uh, I would say the split is about eighty twenty of masked versus unmasked. Like we went mm-hmm. grocery shopping and the majority of people were wearing masks. And you got to know whenever I see someone walk through without a mask, 
the internal dialogue on me is that fucking prick. Like every single time, every time I'm just, and I know they can, they can, they've been told they can, they can go right ahead. And I, we're being penalized for being, for being cautious and respectful. it really does suck uh, where it's like, yeah, because like I'm uh, like, I'm I'm not even like, cra- like, it's so weird because like, if anyone's expressing doubt about, say, the vaccines or something like that, mm-hmm. I feel like the well has been poisoned by people who are just wild, just out of their mind, wild of the things that they're claiming the vaccine does yes. to you and be like, guys, it does stuff. It does have side effects. We do yeah. know that. But then it's like I took I I, t- I did the vaccine I became black. It's like no, that's not yeah. possible. Yeah. It's just not possible. It's just not a thing that could happen. You know, it's like it, it it this is what it did to me. You know, I was a white person. I became black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I turned black, but then I but then uh, it, it faded. It just and it went. It back cleared to out racist. after day two. Yeah, 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 I was that's, like that's good. <laughs> I was as soon as it happened, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna think oh, I'm gosh. doing blackface. No, no, no. <laughs> No, that would have been terrible. No, no, guys, it's just a vaccine, <laughs> right? No, it's fine. It's like, try and explain that to Rebel News. That'll be no. Oh um, man, they won't. Yeah, yeah. The when did it's okay? So, so you've got your hands in cadavers, missing gloves, and the whole bit. Yeah. Uh, when did you start doing stand up? Because I remember seeing you in the rooms, and I think I was around when you started. Like, was I was I close to like Probably. when you started? I think so. Yeah, because like I started in uh, twenty fourteen September. Okay. That's when I started. Uh, and I was at that point, yeah, I, I'd graduated, I think, the year before, 2013. That would be, okay. yeah, that'll be eight years exactly of my undergrad degree. And mm-hmm. I was working on campus with this group called Move You, which was supposed to get people more physically active right. uh, on campus. And it was like a public health type uh, campaign or just a student, like student driven campaign, yeah. part of the public health department in some way. And so I was doing this to try to like to pad out my, my my application because my gpa was not going to help me i was like mm-hmm. just don't look at the gpa okay look, make that the last thing you look at <laughs> look at the Start sit-ups i make people <laughs> yeah. do look at that exactly look, look at what i did i wore i wore one of those you know like what is it we wearing those signs where it's like it's a it's a board on either side of you and like oh. i was walking around campus with those signs sometimes being like with different things attached uh-huh. to it and be like hey do you want to here's a here's a here's a marker and a paper write what you're doing to stay active you know so I was I was doing that and I so I was, and there was a, the coordinator of that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've said this now in many podcasts and she has yet maybe she knows and has never brought it up, but I don't think she knows. But I uh, or I don't think she's heard this, but I had a crush on her. And at that time, my the way I let people know I had a crush on him was by not doing anything. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Just don't do anything, right? Like it just nature, it, something about, I think, gravitational pull that they'll yes. eventually come closer yes. to you or mm-hmm. something. Uh, you, you and I read I, the same book, <laughs> Losing the Game. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. It's yes. called No Game, is I read? Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the art of not trying. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I would, She doesn't like you, the <laughs> dating guide. <laughs> yeah, truly. It's like, have you tried talking to them? I was like, no. Nope. Yeah. It's like, great. Keep that going. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can will her. <laughs> yeah. Just use, I'll use telekinesis. <laughs> She'll feel the thoughts in my brain. <clears throat> so where's that coming from? There's someone who's attracted to me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weak signal. It'll right. be too obvious, even in your own mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was, I was, I had a, I had a, I had a crush on her, but would not let her know. Uh, and I would like send her messages, be like, hey, you know, let's meet up for coffee sometime. Mm-hmm. And 
but like, or I, I said this on the last message, but I would be sending her a message and what would happen is her responses got longer and longer. So it'd be like several hours. Fine. That's a normal thing. Several days to then the oh. end, the last time. Okay. I thought you like, meant like the text of it. It was like, Oh, oh no, no, is, no. Like, oh, it was like the her response, response times. Time. Oh. Like I sent her a message. I would be several mm-hmm. hours. No problem. People have a life several days. I'm like, okay. You know, some people, they're busy. Things happen. You forget things. I, I do mm-hmm. the same thing. Then it got to a week, a week and a half. And then eventually the last time I was like, I said, oh, let's meet up for coffee sometime. She responded, I think a month and a half later to that text without even, and what's is what I respect to this day about her. She never addressed the fact that it was a month and a half later. She responded right. like it was, I sent the message half an hour ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's meet up on Tuesday. And I remember being mad that my schedule was still f- open on Tuesdays. I was like, God damn it. Nothing has changed for me. I'm still available. <laughs> on it's like nothing did happen, you know? So I, I met, met up with her. Got, went to Starbucks. that was on the UFT campus. And she was like asking me, yeah, so what are you planning? What are you planning on doing? And I was explaining to her public health. And I, I, I was ex- describing it in so many words, but nothing specific. Just saying a lot, you know? And she included that maybe I don't like this. She was like, you know what? Uh, remind me never to ask you that question again. <laughs> um, and I was like, date is not going well. The date that she doesn't know about <laughs> that I know about is going horribly. Terrible start. We're still ordering. And I've already been, I've already been one time. She's already popped the bubble, you know? Right. Um, oh. And then we were talking for a while and she was like, you know, I get the sense that you don't like this thing. And she asked me, what would you do if money were an obstacle? She's like, I'll go first. She's like, I would sing. She's like, I can't. I'm not a great singer. I love singing. So if I didn't have to worry about bills, I would just sing. And she's like, what would you do? And I was like, I do comedy. And she's like, all right, why don't you try comedy? And I was mm-hmm. like, why don't I try comedy? And right. so <laughs> I just looked up, typed in Toronto open mics right. and uh, found Joel Buxton's old website, uh, Comedy Uncovered or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had the list with the photo of different comics on it. And I remember one of the photos would each, each day had a, a prominent Canadian comic, their photo and a quote of theirs that's supposed to inspire you for comedy. Mm-hmm. And yes. I remember seeing Mark Little on there and then seeing him at a show and then going to the universe trying to tell me something. Uh-huh. They want me to do comedy. <laughs> so nice. I, I went the following week. Yeah, I did skin of my nuts. The universe is telling show. me something. I need a lock of Mark Little's hair. <laughs> that's what, I'm glad this, that's that's not what the, I, I took it as go pursue this as opposed to follow this man <laughs> stalk him <laughs> become top mark a little I must wear his skin <laughs> yeah, exactly I was, I'm glad the universe led me a little bit away from that uh-huh. <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken I think the first time we met was Betty's yeah so that was very early would on would that make sense I think maybe yeah like that was maybe <clears throat> A year, two years in, something like okay. that, you know, like not, yeah. It might like, have been sooner, but like it just, I, I remember having this vivid sort of memory of seeing you at Betty's. And I can't remember whether I saw you beforehand or not, but just like, again, six, eight, you fill a door frame. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think what made it stand out is that I think you were so tall, you were above the eye line for the spotlight. So you're oh, kind of like no. creeping out of it, I think. Like just like the top of your of your head, like and just like oh, okay, like okay, he, this guy's tall and he's funny. That's nice. Oh, thank uh, you. It's, it's a oh, lovely yeah, I, combination. That was it's it still is like um, I'm always trying not to be six eight like mm-hmm. for most of my life. Right? <laughs> I've, I've I've eventually grown into the height and been like, this is my height. I can't do much about it. Mm-hmm. But on like like certain stages, like yuck yucks, where you're like they 
they want to be above the crowd, but I'm already right. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, now you're 12 feet tall. Right. And I'm like, great, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna be towering over people and then try to be like, I, I don't know. I assume people are intimidated by mm-hmm. tall people, so I'm always trying to make myself be as friendly as possible. Guys, don't worry, I'm not gonna eat you. I know right. my ancestors maybe at some point stopped <laughs> your ancestors' village, but it was nothing right. personal. They were trying to. They were actually late for work. They didn't even yes. realize you were there. <laughs> not a clue. It's like, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry about much. that. This- I- I'll come back later. I'll cover it. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, my, my favorite thing is like when they get, when, when, when venues get the note of, oh, the, the performer needs to be above the crowd. Right. And like, if you go to like a standard issue comedy club, it might be a foot, right? Like absolute, I think is like six inches, maybe eight. Like it's nothing, right? It's like a step down and you're done. There was a, there was one venue out West in the early days, they've renovated it since like, and, and it's a performance stage. So like they get bands there and, and shit like that. But this thing was like six to eight feet above the crowd. Like you're just staring oh, at the top of bald spots, telling your jokes. Like it's just <laughs> so horrid, but yeah. Uh, Not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Now you see this, this, this kind of comes out to, to, to topical now. See, you <laughs> should have been at the Oscars about to introduce the award because Will Smith wouldn't have been able to get you because he'd just That's be true. Like yeah. That. that he know. would have, like, he would have wound up and maybe, maybe grazed the right. hair on my chin, you know? They're like, what's going on? What are you trying to do? Are you trying See, to get my attention? My favorite <laughs> thing would be you to, like, palm his head like that and he's just, like, trying <laughs> yeah. to get like, you're just Very like, cartoon style, you know? Like, he's just riding on the spot. Can't yeah. move. <laughs> yeah. So... What did you make of that? I don't know if you've been reading so many hot takes. Uh, I've seen a few. And um, I think the solution, I think the statement is easy. But what are your thoughts? I'm going to let the the black guy talk about (laughs) a black guy hitting another black guy before the white guy comes in and goes, well, you know what I think? So. Yeah, I've also seen, yeah, like the, the. The, the take machine uh go off mm-hmm. on this one yeah and we we got we got a lot of we got a lot of pieces a lot of uh memorable quotes of what if and then insert chris rock as change chris rock what if he was betty white right, exactly and, yes <laughs> slap like, the like, shit out of that dead course, bitch that's the context of anything that it's and make it sound worse then it is worse yeah yes what if he was chris rock was a baby uh-huh. and, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and, and Will Smith was SIDS, huh? What about then? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. That is that is bad. Really, that that is bad. Objectively bad. <laughs> it's like when like when when you're watching sports, like like a hockey game, and the goalie faces 87 shots and they win one nothing, you know, yeah. on 16 shots. They go, Oh, you wouldn't have won if you didn't have that goalie. Right. That's exactly right. That's they, they why we bought perfectly. Him. Yes. <laughs> That's why he did that. Right. And yeah. in this context, Chris, by the way, so first of all, I've seen, I've seen this mentioned and, and, and I echo this from a comic standpoint, Chris Rock did the job. He did like, he planted himself. He took the hit, literally tried to diffuse it by saying, it's a G.I. Jane joke. That writer's never going to write again. Like that. It's a, <laughs> yeah. And, was, and that, was that a pre written? Was it, we found out that's a, that was a written joke? Or was that I don't, just I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, here's the thing. He's old enough that it could be a reference that he just came up with. 
Yeah. So it could like I would give him that like like that or uh, as I go on, there's going to be one less Sklar brother out there because um uh one of them it wasn't Randy who's the other one Jason Jason I think I think Jason was was one of the writers on there or maybe <clears> Randy I don't know I saw a Sklar and I thought oh is it Ryan <clears> Hamilton <throat> was one of the writers maybe yes it was him. yes. Maybe it was him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, he planted right. it specifically knowing. Oh, <laughs> big smiley white guy is going away. <laughs> he knew exactly that it was alopecia. He's like, we got to do this. We got to yeah. do this show. We got to do this. Um, and then he, so he tried to defuse it. It didn't work. He made the quickest joke that he could, which I thought was amazing. It's like, I just created the most famous night in television right now. Yeah. And then go, ah, let's do a documentary. Shall we do a documentary? Best documentary. <laughs> let's do it. And he just, he rolled with it like, like he didn't, like, it, it, that's what he should have done. And he, yeah. he did it. And, you know, the show must go on. And he did it to a crowd of numbed silence. Like, yeah. you could hear the air conditioning kick in before, like, when the cameras came back on. But, <sighs> no, it was have you, like, I, I was laughing so hard right? when I saw it, like, because I, I was just on, I was talking to my girlfriend and I was scrolling through Twitter and I was like, wait a second, sorry, 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 I, I, we'll continue, pause the story. Chris Rock just got slapped by Will Smith. I got to find this. And I'm, yes. I'm, I'm scrolling because mm-hmm. I, I know Twitter, the internet works so fast. There'll be clips and everyone get it. The, we got the Japanese feed in. We got the Australian mm-hmm. feed. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, they're both uncensored and I'm like, yes, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Let's see what's happening. Uh-huh. And it was, like so like i even for the day even the day after i was still smiling so hard and laughing right. I'm like <laughs> what a so funny what a f- hilarious thing like the joke was lame and then yeah. to, to get this riled up about mm-hmm. it and then slap would be like what if like and then the slap too and then like the form everything i was just laughing my ass off so mm-hmm. hard and then seeing the takes of like yeah like uh yes uh you know um like seeing people talk about like oh is this like um this thing called like misogynoir which is like misogyny but specifically for black uh men against black women you know of right. like making fun of black women and always black women being the butt of jokes and stuff so being seeing some of those things being like okay yeah no i can i can see i can see that you know people talk about like oh like uh people because of that like the misogynoir thing people not being used to seeing a, a black man defend his woman like that, you know, right. like, this is my wife and you just insulted her and get slapped. And then people saying like, well, mostly a lot of black people being like, people get slapped every day, you know, like it's like, right. <laughs> you talk, yes. we talk crazy, people slap you, you know, you, get, right. you might get in a fight. Mm-hmm. So being like, it, what, uh, <laughs> like Stanfield was saying in, in post, uh, post, post uh, Oscars interviews, like, it's just the context that happened in that people are reacting to, which is like, it happened to the Oscars. So you don't expect that at the Oscars, but if this happened outside on a random street, people would be like, yeah, it's normal. So, you know, someone's talking crazy to you. They said something about your, your girlfriend, your wife, and you go and you're like, yeah, listen, I, those are fighting words, you know? Right. Um, so all that, all that thing aside, I, I thought it was very funny. And then um, still think it's very funny. <laughs> I would just love to see all the memes about it, but then was also like the misogynoir takes and then people talking about the power of like, it's just two rich people slapping each other. Mm-hmm. So like, why we're concerned about one multimillionaire slapping another multimillionaire and then and then bring it to the larger context like and this is this is how it, it's going to happen to all comics everywhere be like i don't think so <laughs> like i don't think all <laughs> comics now 
I mean, if you want to start taking boxing lessons, learn how to block a slap. Or right. I don't know. You know. <laughs> right. Is there is a specific Taibo class for that. I don't know. Right. But yeah, like I, it's still to be registered. Like, what a funny thing. And then it went all like it went wild. People going like, if he was Betty White. This would have been murdered. <laughs> of course. If he was a basket of puppies. Yeah. Can you imagine? A basket of puppies. And imagine he was a truck. <laughs> right. I didn't watch it live. Mm-hmm. And that night, I just sort of scrolled past. I saw the headline. I went, oh, like, and I assumed it was just set up. Like, I was like, okay, well, they've had some bad ratings mm-hmm. you know, over the pandemic. This is just a gimmick. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. the next day when the, everything was filled in. It's like, oh, wow, that actually happened. Right. No, uh, then, like we uh, we ended up just watching it. Like we were yeah. we're, we're we're flicked. We flicked on the TV and it was on, and it was right at the beginning of Amy of Amy Schumer's uh, monologue off the top, and it was great. Like I loved her monologue. It was it was so great. It was biting. It was funny, and I was like, oh okay, well this is what we're in for. Do you want to watch this instead? And we're like oh yeah yeah, it's fine. Let's let's watch this. And so my wife was like, you know, kind of in and out, you know, doing her own wordles and stuff like that. I was like, who won? Okay, cool. Whatever. And then it happened. And we both went, oh, that couldn't have just happened. Like that's <laughs> like, and, 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 and so I went back and rewatched it because I was like, what is he saying? It's like, you keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. I was like, okay, so he's miffed. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a little cross. Um, the, there have been a, a lot of a lot of takes out there on it. My my only my only thought on this is I don't want this, and I know it's an over exaggeration, but it's still kind of anchored in sort of this this kernel of I don't want this to give credence to violence for people who find a joke offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to be at absolute doing an anti trucker joke and then have someone come up and punch me and yell freedom. Like, yeah, there's that. Um, I hear that. So within that context, I am like, absolutely that. Oh, and also it's assault. That's something, right? It's (laughs) yeah. You know, I think that's a fact we can, we can all agree on is like, oh, someone took the time to advance and slap someone. Yeah. That's assault. It's like, yeah. Cause I don't even like it was. Yeah. I I, I think I I saw a lot of those takes too. of saying it was assault. And I was like, it was, it, I think the slap looked a lot harder than even what it was because I don't even know if he even got his full palm on. I think he got him just with the fingers specifically. Yeah, and he looked like he ate it and was was fine. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, I, I do hear the thing of, of, of assault, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess because I, I still think it's so funny mm-hmm. that people are like he needs to go to jail. Be like, right. guys, it's not that serious. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> take back the award, guys. It's really not that serious. It it's, did put a damper on his win. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, if boy, it's did that it serious? You know, someone uh, someone had the great take of. Can you imagine what the doc, what the biopic of this would be? Is a guy who <laughs> tailors his image so much to get his foot in the door of getting into the Oscars and doing a whole bunch of Oscar bait movie and curating his image and doing this, and it falls apart literally twenty minutes the before last, he gets yeah, the award. I saw that one. That was a really good one. Yeah, oh. like that. That uh, that's the take I love the most of being like, yeah, that's that feels felt to me like more honestly being like, this is a man who's probably put so much pressure on him but he's put even more pressure on himself yes to be this image of this person of this um will this happy loving family guy that Mm -hmm. even that like if there were any other couple i don't know if they would have been faced like if oh 
them having an open relationship would have been as big of a deal, you know, mm. but because it's like, but I'm a family guy, fresh prince, you know, me, look at my kids. They're, they're weird, but it's cool. We love them. You know, all these things. Right. Uh, so I think, yeah, all of that, that the cracks showing of being like, Oh, he's also a person who, <laughs> you know, <laughs> seems to be under a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. and, and, and this joke, <laughs> Like hey, wow, he was he was this close to snapping. That's what yeah. we found out. We found out that Will yes. Smith is very close to snapping. Right. <laughs> and no one, by the way, is defending Demi Moore in any of this. Well, what did Demi Moore do? What did she do? She did she, she was GI Jane. She was the oh, she was start the oh, whole yes. thing. <laughs> and I feel here's the other thing too. I don't know if you saw this. The police report came out the next day because it's assault. They got to look into it. And they know do you, one of the things they found when they were look, uh, examining Chris Rock because, like, you know, they look at Chris Rock. Um, one of the things they found, Fresh Prince. So you got son of a bitch. You really <laughs> is there a way? How do you how do you stop someone else's podcast? Is there an option? <laughs> <laughs> how do I do it from my end? <laughs> Unplug. Yeah, is there a plug? I can plug. Control Alt Delete. (laughs) Let's do that. It's like uh, you know, some sometimes a guest will request that we 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 cut out a little bit that they (laughs) wish they hadn't said. They've never can request that we cut Todd's Todd's joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, the joke is fine. I just is this a way to pause people's podcasts at that moment? It's just I love I love picturing the WhatsApp group that you have for tall boys and like someone who goes Van Allen for the writing crew hard nope <laughs> hard nope it's um, you know it's the the uh like in, out of the troop Tim is like mm-hmm. the king I call him the king of puns because uh, like he is so good at them yes it comes so natural and he'll think of so many. But he hates it so. Of course, much. he says it, and it'll be like I'm like it's like what about this? Ah, oh, I hate it. Oh, guys, what about what about Fresh Prince? Ah, right, 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 right. But right, I think right. of something even more like sure. like he'd go maybe maybe a level beyond. Where I'm like, oh, I don't know if someone would think that joke specifically, but he hates it. Like it's the most reluctant superpower in right. the world. <laughs> where he's right, just right, like, right. I, I hate that my mind thinks like this. But what uh-huh. about this? It's like a very reluctant superhero. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Guys, I'll, I'll say, but I, I really, I hate right. that I had the strength and the ability to leap off it's the like, like It's like I, he can grant anyone a million dollars to get them out of trouble, but they, it has to come out of his pee hole like a kid in stone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll do it, but it's going to be, a, it's going to be painful. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. Keep going. <laughs> it, it just comes out as a little check that says one million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but it's rolled right up in there, right? And you, uh, yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah. that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to me flipping through gem, you know, that very sketch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> hard nope. Um, oh man. So okay, so speaking of beginning, so like, uh, so again, so I think I saw you. It could have been anywhere, but like, you know, Betty yeah. like stands up. I think you saw me very early on. Yeah, and then I remember being in Second City in the in the training center, and I walked by, and there's you and a whole bunch of other people in the thing. I guess that was the beginning of Tall Boys, was it? Is that yeah? Because Tall Boys, I think, was uh, twenty. Uh, I want to say, I want to say like twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, twenty sixteen. So yeah. How did that come to be? Because it's now in what? It's third season, fourth season, third season, yeah, third season, yeah. 
Because <clears throat> I just I just saw the ads for it the other night. That's uh, exactly how Gem works. It's, that's my song. We want people to see the ads. That's my song. Is ending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would not be a CBC project. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you yeah, find out about it eight years later. <laughs> exactly. Wait, the show exists. Beachcombers? <laughs> tell me more. Where was I in 2018? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, uh, we were all um, just rolling around in the same circles, like in, in stand up. But mm-hmm. uh, how it happened was um, uh, Tim and Vance had gone together. Uh, they had they had met each other through the Humber Comedy Program, right? And Tim at that time was at Second City with Franco, and I think they were doing some some. I don't know if it was Bob Curry Fellowship or one okay. of these fellowships or groups that they were part of. Right. And Tim had mentioned to Franco, "Oh, Vance and I are thinking of doing improv together. Would you like to join us? We'll make a troupe." And he's like, oh, Gulad actually wants to do some improv. Why don't we just make a troop together? And a mutual friend that we know, uh, Nilu, was like, had reached out to, I think maybe Tim saying, hey, uh, I think you got, you, uh, you should get a troop together and apply to Toronto Sketch Fest. And you guys would be, right. I think you, whatever, whoever you put together would be great. Um, and we had formed this sketch troop. So we're like, all right, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's apply to Sketch Fest. Right. And our first show we did was like, at the social capital theater in the east and for those who know mm-hmm. on the third floor yep we did a variety show that Anna Stoich hosted right um and we got to do our first ever set which was a psa mm-hmm. um one that we that like, was like our very first sketch and like I, i'd say arguably like one of our best sketches of just mm-hmm. or our best sketch of just like it, it just came out almost fully formed like that right um so we did that and you know stand up open mic audience generally not always laughing you know because people are thinking about their jokes or whatever you know just like it's you know it's not everyone's just there to figure out their jokes and not really mm-hmm. <laughs> something to pay attention but we got some laughs we're like oh my god in front of an actual audience this would i think this is going to kill you know <laughs> we, get, we got we got some pretty big laughs here and imagine if it was an actual just audience that would be that right would be like amazing yeah so we we applied for sketch fest got in and <clears throat> Our very first outing was at the comedy bar. Mm-hmm. Our first set, we had two, one of two sets. Our first set was a comedy bar. And it was, I, I like, it feels like a dream. I was like, the audience was like dying. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, I was like, there were some things that fell flat, but like overall, like, what a, like, just what a response to mm-hmm. our very first outing as a troop doing a set of this That's length, awesome. you know? And the producers happened to be watching our show and they liked us enough. Um, the producer Sketchfest, Paul and uh, Paul and Julianne, mm-hmm. and they were like, "We'll have you guys play on the Best mm-hmm. of Fest." That's just our first outing. Like, we <laughs> formed a troupe maybe in October the year before. Right. Uh, we get together, we get we get in for the deadline of November or whatever mm-hmm. for the or or, or, or uh, for the fest. We get into the fest. They like us. We're doing the Best of Fest in the first like our first outing, right? And we had no idea, but apparently one of the fest sponsors were accent entertainment which is the production company we mm-hmm. ended up working with and they were going out scouting talent at uh the festival mm-hmm. so unbeknownst to us like someone who had been sent by the fest producers to come see us they're like i think you guys should mm-hmm. see tall boys i think they're really funny and so i met one of the producers uh caitlin and she was like that was so funny you guys are really fun have you thought of doing a tv show and right I'll be honest, inside my heart, I was like, 
No, not really. Uh, <laughs> but I that sounds I like work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's a part of me, you have the fear, the part of me that like hates work, you know, right? <laughs> Being like, I, I don't know if that's for me. But I answer the question. I was like, Yeah, no, yes, yes, we absolutely we we since the day I was born, I've nothing I thought. I've always thought of TV, mm-hmm. but then I never got her contact information or anything. She's like, "We'll be in touch," and I was like, "Cool, no problem. Bye. <laughs> See <Yeah>. you later." <laughs> And what luckily, like Vance happened to work in a room that Bruce uh, was had a show in development, right. and those same producers were part of that project. And like, hey, I don't know if you remember us. We met a little while back at Sketchfest. We want to get in touch with you guys to see if we can develop the show. And yeah, like from meeting the producers to developing the show, like we we met them and had a show greenlit in like a year. Wow, maybe four months or something like that. You know. So it was like, or a year and six months, something like so mm-hmm. crazy, like a year and a, a little over a year and a half. We we were we had been greenlit by CBC to make the first mm-hmm. season of Tall Boys, and I remember getting the news. We had left the bo- the boardroom with the longest table I'd ever seen in my entire life. Right? Oh, was Putin um, there? <laughs> he was actually he was skyped in. Uh, he's a very big <laughs> yeah because CBC gets a lot of funding uh, from foreign, from Russia <laughs> yeah, yes yeah and Putin loves Heartland so that's the reason why yeah he's like, exactly I gotta whatever network is keeping the archive what I, I like I, just, I like waving fields of wheat the McDonaldland sponsorship it's like me me on the horse you know I relate to this it's very it's relatable very content. relatable <laughs> So he, so we we were at the longest table. We we did a uh, we had put together at that point like a two episodes and a pitch bible, um, and we I don't think they normally do this, but like the producers had talked them or convinced them to a they had come to watch us perform live uh, at least once, maybe twice if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and then we got to during our final pitch session with them read those episodes with the help of a little music music accompaniment we had a guy on a Sweet. piano and then we had another uh you know kirsten rasmussen who's a great improviser in the city mm-hmm. come read some of the other roles that we because there's too many roles for us to all be reading right. them um and so we read the first two episodes and the producers mm-hmm. and the execs at cbc went to talk for a bit and then they're like it's apparently it doesn't happen in canadian showbiz but they told us in the room what's the show and well i was like I couldn't believe it. I went outside and I remember just days walking out of right. CBC building, walking by Chinatown and just being like, we just, we just got a TV show. Holy shit. Like I yeah. like, holy crap. You know, like I don't, like, <laughs> I I don't know what to, <laughs> I, I just, I felt, I felt just numb. I was like, I, I, uh-huh. I've never been here before. This is the first mm-hmm. time getting a yes in the room. Like, I don't know what any of this means, but I'm just like, I think, I think we're about to make a TV show, you know, like yeah. uh, <laughs> they said, yes, but still in my heart until we got the contracts, I didn't believe it. Right. Exactly. Like there was a part of it's like, I got to It's got to be physical. I got to sign something mm-hmm, before exactly. it truly sinks in that this is happening. And yes. Yeah. Once the contracts came and they're like, yeah, here, we're going to sign the, we're going to yeah. make a room. Uh, do you guys, you guys need to get your CAFCO numbers. You're all these uh, sign up for WGC, get join mm-hmm. the different guilds, all these things and being like, holy crap. Okay. So it's really happening. Like, right. The, and I'm going to no, celebrate by buying the biggest beer stein I can find. <laughs> <laughs> I the, the one of the I remember one of the big purchases I made early it was like I I got a TV from Costco, mm-hmm. and even then I was like I was like oh, I think it was like maybe five hundred six hundred bucks. I was like I don't know how much TV pays, so just in case 
it's not a lot right i'll just get this cheap tea. and i remember inviting the boys over and and uh franco's franco's uh uh girlfriend um uh would be like let's all hang out and watch my new tv <laughs> which is <So> this big <laughs> yeah that's what it was yeah it was a tiny iphone screen and we all got to get really close to it i'm like you guys you can tell right you can tell this is a apparently it's oled screen <laughs> but you got to really get close to notice it <laughs> but yeah I, I got that and i remember we would literally i think a lot of the videos we watched were um, videos that are supposed to showcase, you know, the ones they play at like some right. stores to showcase. Look, this is crisp, the vibrancy, HD, the color, 4K yeah, quality, yeah. you know. Although it's not a 4K TV, we were still watching them and be like, "Whoa, yeah, I, I think it does look different," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, when the bird got off in the snow, yeah, I, th- I thought that would that, mm-hmm. that's the 4K part. It's not a 4K TV, I know, right. but that's that would be like if it was 4K. I, right. I, it would be, yeah, I know, I get it. Right. So what is so for for a particular season? How long does it take you to go from like sketch idea to to screen? Like like is it are you are you are you constantly going through pitch meetings and then again, like what like the like how does that how does that navigate through? In the uh it changed quite a bit from the first to the last season. In the very last season we had um and apparently we're told like it was still kind of long for sketch room. We had a three month writing room mm-hmm. and there are like other shows right in two months, you know? Like well, we're not other shows. They do in Cancels. two months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. That's what about their like, we're not the Baronesses. Okay. They're great. Love them. But we're, we're, we're different. We're just, we have a, it just, it takes longer for us to come up with ideas, I guess. Right. They do, you know, that's, I guess, the, 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 the crux of it. Like, they, they, they're, they're, power, they're powerhouse. They, they mm. can come up with these ideas faster. We need an extra four weeks to, to do that. You know? <laughs> Tim's busy working on puns. Like, you yeah. don't understand. Our pun king, it's like he's tortured by this. He's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Jekyll High thing when he gets yeah. to the pun world. He, he, has to, he has to come out of it before he can he's start He's screaming money out of his wiener. Just give him, let him. <laughs> it's, it's a million dollars. It's not as impressive as you see it's in one bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he goes through a lot to get it to you. But yeah, so it was like from yeah, the last season, it was like we started writing at the beginning of April, wrote for three months, and then we went to camera um, mid-September. Cool. So it was like all in all when we finished, I think yeah, it was about like six months, right? Mm-hmm. April, May, June, yeah. July, August, September, September. Yeah. and then October. Yeah, so like, yeah, seven months because we were done at the end of October mm-hmm. filming. It was like six and a half weeks. Sweet. But the first season was very long writer's room because they were just trying to figure it out and and mm-hmm. our process learning all these things so i think that writer's room i think it lasted two years <laughs> i felt like <laughs> emotionally but i think it was like maybe i don't know some some i say i say three plus months for sure, sure uh that we were writing plus we've written several weeks putting together the first two episodes mm-hmm. so all in all i think we had written for yeah i say easily four months you know sweet now before we went to camera now remind me is is there a forthcoming season of uh of 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 Tall Boys or is this all it's all available on Gem now It is it's all available on Gem yes. and and like uh unfortunately no this is this is where it ends you know This is it Yeah I mean they they they, they don't want us to announce it publicly but I've told all comics and who's going to listen to this comic <laughs> this comics is what I meant to listen right. to it. <laughs> But yeah they they said they said uh they said yeah no no fourth season okay. unfortunately all so, right. you know, this, this is where the journey ends. And he literally freezes on that line. Look at that. That's, that's, uh, and that. it's, been, it's been a great run. What you, Gulid, you, you have I'm no gone. idea. Is like, this is where the journey at, and then you froze. Uh, 
I was like, he's fucking writing us into the script now, you motherfucking <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. So, um, well, I'm sorry to hear, but like, like uh, the sketches I've seen are just fucking fantastic. Like, you Thank guys got to be so proud of of everything you've done with this. And hey, you got the run. Now you're part of it, like now you can continue on and do other things. So like it's yeah. What what do you see your next thing? Do you want to do more stand up? You want to do more writing? Like what uh, what what's the next thing for Gulen? Man, uh, first of all, uh, not being scared uh, mm-hmm. is the next thing. That would be <laughs> fun. It I I it was such a it, it's it's a journey has affected all of us differently, but for sure, like going from beer tickets to paying my bills with comedy right. in such a short span of time and then now being comfortable being like this is such a weird place to be mm-hmm. in uh but it's also really cool because like people have seen me on tv and people like uh enjoy working with me and people are like do you have ideas and i'm like oh god i should have ideas uh <laughs> let me get back to you on that yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a really that's a great idea i want to take that one that's my first idea uh, i should have more ideas and i will come to you with other ones that aren't that <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um well gula thank you so much for being here hey thank you for having me this is so um fun. i uh i i am i'm so happy uh that tall boys happened yeah, same um, here. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll go, fuck, we screw it. Because things go away and then they come back. Yeah. So you never right? know, honestly. Yeah. yeah like it, it's, it, it might not be the end for mm-hmm. Tall Boys. Netflix all reboot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. if Alton Brown can do it, you can. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't know um, he, he made a comeback, but I love it. Like, I, did, I think well, we can do I, it. Skit, mm, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's got a granola recipe of Amina tryout. But anyway, um, nice. uh, hang out for a bit. We'll do the intro. And we'll take the picture and we'll say goodbye like regular human beings. Where do people find you online so they can find things, all things Gulad? All things Gulad. Uh, I am on uh, Instagram. It's G-U-L, the number three D. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find me there. And then on Twitter, G eight use L-E-A-D. <laughs> <laughs> You, so you, once you get to the seventh you i should pop up hopefully yeah, you you are, are taking like andrew chapman steps to not be followed on social media <laughs> i you know I, it's a few years less than i would have done uh yeah. <laughs> but i eventually i was like you know what this Ghoul- is <laughs> <laughs> oh i forgot exactly. the ad symbol delete <laughs> um thank you for being here uh make Thanks sure everyone if you have not checked out tall boys go to cbc gem it's free just pop on there there's many other shows that a lot of our previous guests have been on there as well so uh make sure you go check that out darcy where do people find you now my handle sounds really reasonable monty mm, darcy oh look at that Instagram. how many ends you got in between those two <laughs> just names. the one just the yeah. one just, just the, the one, one. Um, you're doing it wrong you know, you know, three three yeah you know? yeah <laughs> A coward. <laughs> uh, here we go. Well, here comes some consonants for you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me personally at Hey It's TVA or Hutz Tava, as a lot of people try to pronounce it. I don't know why I thought that was so fucking clever. Um, you can follow this very podcast at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P. Um, you know the drill and you know it well. Uh, whatever platform you're listening to this on, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Deezer, Whatever. Um, you know the drill. Five star rating. Talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. <laughs> so like, Todd looks like he's racist. 
five stars. Just do yeah. that. <laughs> um, as well, uh, I've got some live shows uh, coming up, both uh, virtual and otherwise. One of them being Write Em Up. Now, assuming the province doesn't get all fucked again, uh, Write Em Up is coming back to the stage at Comedy Bar, uh, 7 p.m., Saturday, April the 30th, uh, I am in the final steps of finalizing the lineup, and you know what's going to happen. Five people, five comics. I'm hosting this thing. Five comics come to the stage. They're going to tell jokes. While they're doing it, I've got a team of writers that are writing roast jokes about everything that comic does. I uh, dismiss the comic, and I read those roast jokes to the crowd verbatim. I say whatever the writer told me to say, and it provides anonymity and emotional distance. For the writers. It's the funnest show in TO and the Globe. Because sometimes we do it online. You can follow all details on, uh, you can see the previous shows at Facebook, uh, uh, on, uh, at Facebook.com slash Write em Up Show. And we're on all the other socials at Write em Up Show. So watch that for details. Um, if you want to see what this video looks like, if you want to see us looking at a map, that's oh, yeah. fun. If you want some bonus content at the end of the episodes, uh, join our Patreon. It's uh, CATP Podcast on Patreon. Three bucks a month, and you get all kinds of fun stuff. Um, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Gulid, the no longer erstwhile Darcy, and myself, when you listen to Cappy, you're in for a good time. Jimmy and Bobby, you are always the podcats. Lately, lately, I find I rush. Can't piece together the sun and the sky of the spots on my face.